Hey, Welcome back to another good episode on the NASCAR series with Michael. Getting off episode number 442. Tonight. It's time to see some, some, um, some scenes from the Martinsville rain tire test that happened today with Kyle Larson and Chris Busher. <coughs> Kyle Larson going down a straightaway in the number five Chevrolet under damp conditions. Chris Busher at speed in the number 17 Ross Fenway Racing Ford under simulated wet conditions. Kyle Larson takes to the back stretch during the testing lap. And then a closer look at Kyle Larson going down the back stretch, which as you can see, the trail of water vapor. Chris Bush will race the front in wet conditions down the back stretch. Carl Larson rolls through the concrete and turns one and two. Another shot of Carl Larson going down the back stretch during the session run with rain tires on number five. Chris Bush takes another lap around, lap down the dampened front stretch. An alternative shot of Chris Busher testing up the rain tires down the front stretch. Under motorsports driver Kyle Larson is one of the drivers to take part in the test. The number five car wastes no time in the morning logging laps. The track is being prepped to be damp before another run begins at Martinsville. Chris Busher takes a break during Thursday's test session. NASCAR Senior Environment Race and Innovation, John Props and Hendrick Motorsports VP of Competition with Chad Knauss. Chad during the test. And now a very good first step. NASCAR officials Kyle Larson share thoughts after Martinsville wet weather tire test. Listen in. NASCAR speed easy ability test for what? For wet weather tires and the short crop setting not as planned on the show at third. Thursday at Martinsville Speedway, as drivers Chris Busher and Kyle Larson made laps on the dampened paperclip layout. Words such as positive and promising were among the descriptors used by I, I John Props, NASCAR's senior vice president of racing innovation, as the one day session drew to a close. The test, he said, wasn't a tipping point towards a full flip, a yes or a no on going forward with wet weather tires on short track and shorter overs in certain conditions, but it was key gathering data and feedback for further assessment. Further assessment. It worked. 
We're in evaluation right. We're in evaluation right now. Props said the Daphne. I would say that we could have come in here today and have a complete disaster and walked away from it saying, no, this can't be done. And I think we learned today was positive for sure. I think we just need a little bit of time to go through all the data to figure out our next best steps. I would say that we continue to jury and look the journey and it looks positive now. Today could have ended it, but sir, it certainly didn't do that. I feel like everyone involved felt like it was a very positive test, but it's still fresh and certainly a very, very good first step. The test culminated in what's been in a busy on-track week, heading into an idle weekend on the racing calendar. The NASCAR Cup Series and Camping World Truck Series held Monday races at Bristol Motor Speedway's Dirt Layer. After a weekend of rainy conditions, and an official arrive, officials arrived Tuesday at Martinsville for two days of testing for the Cup Series Next Gen car for 2022. Yes, that also happened during the week. Now, Martin Truck Senior joins the 10,000 lap at Flood Cold. So, with that, we're the drivers at Dunnett. In 19th, we have Martin Truck Senior. In 18th, we have Bill Elliott. In 17th, we have Denny Hamlin. In 16th, we have Matt Kenza. In 15th, we have Junior Johnson. In 14th, we have Tony Stewart. In 13th, we have Mark Martin. In 12th, we have Bobby Isaac. In 11th, we have Kevin Harvick. In 10th, we have Kyle Busch. In 9th, we have Jimmy Johnson. In 8th, we have Rusty Wallace. In 7th, we have Daryl Waltrip. In 6th, we have Jeff Gordon. In 5th, we have David Pearson. In 4th, we have Dale Earnhardt. 3rd, third, we have Bobby Allison. 2nd, we have Kale Yarbrough. And not a surprise here, leading the most laps in the entire series all of its years, Richard Petty, nicknamed the King, is up in there. Strange scene, not Dale Let's continue. And you and How about some career highlights from mm. Alright. Now how about some career highlights for Daryl Waltrip through the years? 1968, six, a young Daryl Waltrip made his NASCAR Super Speedway debut in February 1966, finishing 18th in the Prime Tax 300 for the late model sportsman car at Daytona International Speedway. 1972, Daryl Waltrip poses for a portrait. 1973, Daryl Waltrip jokes around before or racing in the 1973 Alamo 500. 
Ultra would come in second place and take home 7720 for that race. 1973, Gary Waltrip drove for Bud Moore on five races during the latter part of the 1973 season. 1975, Gary Waltrip drove his own number 17 Chevrolet Laguna in 17 races in 1975, prior to winning a ride with Digard Racing. 1975, Darrell Waltrip cooked over number eight, eight, eight when Donnie Allison left midseason. Waltrip gave the team its first win, which came in October at Richmond in race one. 1976, Darrell Waltrip won the 1976 Virginia 500 on April 25th, 1976 in Martinsville, Virginia. It was his, his first triumph at Martinsville. Well, Wallet of life. Stevie helps to celebrate. 1977. Driving the Dygard Erd Racing Gatorade Chevrolet, Daryl Waltrip won six times on the Premier Series circuit in 1987 and finished in the top 10, 24 start times and 30 starts, taking fourth in the point standing. 1978. Daryl Waltrip wasn't always the easiest on his crew members, but he but heaped mounds of praise on them after winning the Southeastern 500 at Bristol in 1978. Pictured under a seat, Bristol President and GM and General Manager Landy, Lanny Hester, or L, Daryl's wife Stevie, and, and track VP Gary Baker. 1978, driver Daryl Waltrip celebrates with movie star Z. Ziza, Ziza, Ziza Gaber, after winning the World 600 at Charlotte Motor Speedway in Concord, North Carolina, on May 28, 1978. Late 1970s, Bear Waltrip carried the Gatorade colors on cars owned by Diegard Racing through 19, from 1976 through 1980s. Through 1980, during that time, Waltrip started 151 career races, winning 25 of them. Walter placed in the top five in cup points in every other year than 1976 when he took eighth place in the points. <coughs> We're going to fast forward. Actually, we're not. We're gonna, we might look up at this later, or maybe in tomorrow's episode. Since we have an off week, here's a look at your next five races. Martinsville Speedway out for a Saturday night race on May 10th. Um, not on May 10th, on April 10th. Richmond Raceway on, on April 18th. Talladega on, May, on April 25th. Kansas Speedway on May 2nd. And Darlington Raceway on May 9th. And those are your next five races for the Cup Up Series. All right. And now use other stuff. Ryan Ellis to honor grandfather with his darling. Throwback. 
like him. Here's how look. Kurt Busch, 16th. Alex Moman in 15th. Austin Dillon in 14th. Kyle Busch in 13th. Ricky Stanis Jr. in 12th. Kevin Harvick in 11th. Chase Elliott in 10th. Michael McDowell in 9th. Christopher Bell. McDowell has a win. Bell with a win in 8th. Kozlowski in 7th. Blaney in 6th with a win. William Byron in 5th with a win. Marjorie in 4th with a win. Kyle Larson in 3rd with a win. Joey Logano in 2nd with a win. And Denny Hamlin, the point leader, was up at number 1. And so that's the playoff of 16 drivers that, if this were going to stay the same up to either the 26th race of the season, the regular season finale in August at Daytona, that's what it would look like. Although that's not going to, I don't know what, although that's not going to happen, because we still have 18 other races to make for you for the rest of spring and summer, and up leading into fall. All of the regular season, and then we have the playoffs. So I'm just giving you a little rundown. We are at the end of our time. See you tomorrow for another episode on.